Hi and hello again and welcome to another episode of I Just Read This Book, the podcast. I am your host, Taylor. And if you're subscribed or following my podcast, one, thank you so much. That means everything to me. And two, you are probably confused as it is not Thursday, June 30th. Well, When life gives you lemons, you meet one of your favorite authors and they agree to come on your podcast. That is where we are today. Today, within the studio lines of communication, um, i.e. Zoom, I have author Christina Lauren of this year's Something Wilder. Christina Lauren are the author duo of romance novels that just never stop. They don't stop. I don't stop reading them. They are always on my TBR. And this is who we have online today with us when I just read this book, the podcast. All right. It's happening. A little bit. Sorry. It's almost happening. I can't see anything. Okay. Yes. Christina Hobbs and Lauren Billings, welcome to I just read this book the podcast. Yay. Thank you. I can not one, thank you enough to come on my podcast. I was like, was, am always an anxious wreck when seeing you guys, but like you guys and your people were just so accommodating and friendly. So I just really, 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 really appreciate it. Oh, of course. I mean, thank you for having us on. Like, listen, we are all book people and this is a symbiotic relationship. Like we can't do what we do without you and you can't read without us. So it's like, we need each other. It all, (laughs) it all comes all around. It all comes around. Yes. Um, second, what are you guys still on tour? No. Okay. We, yeah, we got, we finished tour at the end of May. Okay, cool. And Christina, you live in Utah, correct? Yes. Yes. And Lauren, you live in California. Yes. It's weird having you saying, talking to you guys separately because I just know you as Christina (laughs) Lauren. That's fine. (laughs) No, it'll just take me a minute. Like I will get there. It'll just take me a minute to say things and look at the right person. Um, Christina, what is life like in Utah? Hot. (laughs) Hot? um I mean it's fine (laughs) it's um it's summer and gorgeous and I'm just glad to have a yard and stuff to do stuff in so yeah it's great here did are you from Utah did you move to Utah so I have lived in Utah since I was like five years old um I lived in Nevada and California before my dad was in the Navy and then when they divorced, my mom moved us here. And so we always joke that like, I lived in San Diego when I was little, little, and I've spent the rest of my life, like trying to get back to it. <laughs> Utah is just one of those States where like, you don't hear often, you know? So when I yeah. heard that you live in Utah, I was like, I need to know more about that. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. It's definitely beautiful. I love to visit. She has the most gorgeous house and um, it's, you know, it's one of those, like I live in California, so we don't have seasons in the same way. Mm-hmm. And so obviously Utah has all four <laughs> seasons and they're very robust seasons. So it's really fun going out there different times of year, because I actually get to experience like the changing of the leaves on the trees and like when the snow is all perfect and beautiful and it's gorgeous. It is 
on my bucket list, obviously to visit all the states. I have not made it to Utah yet. I have been in California, like um, LA Where and are you Santa Monica. What'd you say? Where are you based? Oh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. Yeah. So when we, well, when I met you guys, it was in Cincinnati and yeah, I just drove the two hours. I love Cincinnati. We're me and my boyfriend, we're looking for warmer, mm-hmm. like not so much. We don't like winter. So we're probably going to move down South, but if Cincinnati had Southern weather, I would definitely yeah. move there. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful when we, when we were like, I specifically remember driving from the airport to our hotel on tour going, Holy cow. It's so green. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing about Cincinnati though, is we were there for like 15 hours. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. We landed at like three and then, or like three or four. And then we like had a quick meal and then went to the event. And then we had to leave for the airport at five in the morning. <clears throat> is that how tour is? Is it just boom, 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 yeah, boom? Yeah. It's a different oh city every day for like 12 days. I mean, it's amazing. We're not complaining. It's crazy, no, of course, though. but yeah, it's and like, we were blessed by the airline gods that like, we didn't have any delayed or canceled flights. And I have no idea how, because it would have ruined everything would have thrown it all into yeah. turmoil so yeah, at the lucky. end we we didn't dare say it in the beginning like during but at the end we were like holy cow how did that happen <laughs> it was like can we talk about it now how yeah. our flights were <laughs> you didn't want to jinx it I get no. it yeah um okay so I noticed I have obviously been creeping and just like looking at you guys you guys change your hair color often yeah we're like BTS <laughs> I'm I'm loving your <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. Okay. Lauren. Yes. I'm loving your strawberry blonde right now. I really, Thank really you. like it. Thank you. It took yes. me a while to get used to it. I was sort of, cause like I do have um, grays in the front and my hair was, my natural hair is really dark. And so I was like, okay, well I can either color it every two weeks or I can just like go lighter. And then it grows when I get some roots, it's not a big deal. So I think that's, it took about a year for me to be okay with it. What makes you decide to change your hair color? Like, is it just, does it go with the book you're writing or like, (laughs) it's just changes hers more than I do for sure. More, but even then I'm always like, I'm always, it's always like a, a version of the same thing. Like I'll say to Lo, like, oh, it's pink and coral. And she's like, it looks the same. I know. <laughs> she's like, today I'm going to do a little bit more coral. And it looks like for me, I feel like, you know, like a dude, when you're like wearing something new and your husband is like, you're like, hi. And they're like, hey. And you're like, do you notice anything different? And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> That's how I feel with Christina and her hair. Like, she'll be like, it's raspberry now. And I'm like, oh, it looks amazing. Like, it always looks amazing. Oh, that's though, so you know? funny. Do you, just, so. do you stay in that realm? Is that like your favorite color? Um, I just think that uh, when I started doing, so like, it's very short right now. I'm not used to it being this short. But um, when I started doing it like a pinkish or like a reddish color, suddenly people were like, your skin looks so good. Like, it looks more natural almost than my like, brown hair but the best hair color compliment I ever got was I had it this like sunset color at one point where it was like went from like a dark purplish red and it went down to like a yellowy and we were at comic-con and I was in the bathroom and someone came in and told me they loved my wig <laughs> and I was like I don't know if that's a compliment but I'm gonna take it <laughs> okay interesting all that's right amazing. I don't know if I would cry or not no, she was like, sweet. Wigs usually look wig? great. It I'll looked unattainable. It. That's yes. why they thought it was a wig. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Um, Lauren, I feel like I'm like slow, but it's just because I'm trying to get the names right. Lauren, what is your favorite place to eat in California? 
Oh, that's tricky. It depends on my mood. Um, my current <clears throat> place is this place called A and J and it's in Irvine and it's like, that's where I live. And it's this, um, it does like, um, soup dumplings, kind of like Din Tai Fung, but like at a fraction of the price and you can always get in there because Din Tai Fung is super busy. Yeah. But this place, A&J, they also have um, like just the most amazing, really authentic Chinese food. They have like this really good like beef bone broth with noodles. They have these little like um, green, the scallion pancakes and the, the they have these wontons and this spicy sauce. And it's just, everything there is just super well executed. And it's, you can have a giant meal for like $13. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love it. I wrote it down. I love food. I love traveling for food. Like, yes. it's always like, where am I going? Where what I restaurant eating? are we stopping to first? Yep. And is there an independent bookstore on the way? That is how yes. I travel. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, well, we don't have a lot of independent bookstores in Irvine, but we do have some great ones. LA has the Ripped Bodice, which is like the romance only bookstores. So. Right. Yeah. You can always find an independent bookstore. I literally love it. Yeah. Um, which is another thing why I was so happy that you guys were at Joseph Beth because they're mm-hmm. independent as well. So yeah. yes, team. That's a great store. That's a it's big a beautiful store. store. Any bookstore mm-hmm. with multiple floors, like two thumbs up. They have yes. so much space. When we did our event there, there were like almost 300 people there and they were like, no problem. Everybody can fit inside. And most places when we had an event, we had to go off site because there mm-hmm. wasn't enough space inside, which is great. Like mm-hmm. the more, the merrier. Um, but Joseph Beth just is like, it's amazing how many people can fit in that store. They I am so event. bad at counting people. Cause I would have never assumed there was 300 of us in there. Yeah. I was like, maybe like 50. Yeah. <laughs> which mm-hmm. I'm so off. No, it was a big signing and it was really fun. They did such yeah. a good job. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Where, where, where am I at? <laughs> like this. Oh, okay. So friendship for me is like one of my favorite things in the entire world. In your unpopular opinion, what is the key to friendship? In our unpopular opinion? <laughs> or popular opinion. I mean, I will hang on to everything you say. <laughs> I mean, I think um, <clears throat> there are different rules, like for like co-author friendships or regular friendships. I think one thing Lo and I like have said um, for, for just like a typical normal friendship is like don't fight over text. Yeah, <laughs> I, just I like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's it's always a good thing to like have conversations either face to face or over the phone, but. Also, the key to friendship is if you're going to be friends with somebody and you trust them, like assume that their intentions for you are good. You know, they're not, they're not ever trying to hurt your feelings. And if they are trying to hurt your feelings, it's not a true friend. Yeah. And you should um, be able to pick up on that vibe. Like if you get solid advice from a true friend, you're like, okay, thank you. But if you get advice from someone that you're like iffy about, you're like, vibes are really good. Um, Yes. Yes. You said something, but I forgot. I was going to like jump on that, but I forgot what it was. Um, But yes, friendship is just so important. We love it all the time. Um, Of the books that you have written, obviously, I don't know if you remember, but Love and Other Words is mine. Mm -hmm. I think Something Wilder is my second now, but we'll get to that. Yay. Yes. Um, 
Love in Other Words is my <laughs> favorite book of yours. What is your guys' favorite book of yours that you've written? Or does it, do you get a favorite one after the one that has been published? Just probably, yeah, I mean, I yeah. think that whatever book we're working on at the moment is our favorite. Mm-hmm. We just turned in Fizzy's book right before book tour, like literally the day before we left for book tour, we turned in her book. Um, so I think we're still- Fizzy is there. from where? She's from the soulmate equation. She was the best friend from the soulmate equation. Thank you for the um, prompt to remind people, but yeah, it was a, she's a really fun book and she's a really fun character. And I think when we are writing something, we have to love it more than anything we've ever done. Readers won't feel the same. So it's always the book we're working on. I, you guys were talking about fizzy, fizzy, fizzy. And I was like, who is fizzy? Like I'm, it was like, you guys have so many books and I was like, you're always on my TBR. So I was like, I have to go back in and see where fizzy was. Um, just a little tidbit on the soulmate equation. My favorite part was when, what was the main girl's name? I forgot. Jess. Jess, when she thought that they broke up and he was like, we didn't break up. She was like, you ghosted me for like two days or two weeks. That's the definite breakup. And he was like, no, I just thought that was so funny. So innocent. Just oh, total River. the male mind, you know, they know. can just be um, so out there while we're dealing with everything at once. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that reminded me. Okay. So we're, so right now your favorite is something wilder. Yes. Okay. Well, we're getting there. We're getting to something water, but I just have a couple little questions about you guys. Um, you guys started together writing fanfic, correct? Yes. Yes. And when did it click for you guys to like take this on full-time writing? Um, very soon after we met in person, we, um, which is like odd. Cause you would think we just didn't know how enormous that decision was going to be. Or obviously how long it would last. Um, so we met in person. We really got along. We decided to write like a one shot, which is like a fanfic thing together. That was really fun. And so we wanted to do it again. So we just decided we would try our hand at like writing a book. And um, we wrote like a sort of, we started writing a book that we thought needed to be really serious. It was no fun. And as soon as we figured out, we had to write books that like we wanted to read that had things we loved, like skinny dipping and kissing and falling in love and all that kind of stuff. That's when we like really fell into our group of what we were supposed to be doing. Nice. Nice. Um, I know I talked a little bit to you guys about this, but just for like people out there wondering about writing and getting published and stuff, what is your advice for writing a novel? I mean, I, I think there's a million <clears throat> different pieces of advice you can give to aspiring writers and even writers who are established. We all need to hear advice um, frequently. But I think the one piece I will say to somebody starting out is to write the story you're excited to get to. So like, don't look around and be like, oh, Emily Henry did a really popular um, Friends to Lovers. I need to write a Friends to Lovers book. Or, oh, you know, such and such, um, you know, Katie Robert is doing the Greek gods thing. I should do a Friends to Lovers with the Greek gods. Like, don't try and mash up things that you see on the market doing well. Write the book that's like the characters that you're excited to spend time with, that you want to smash their faces together, make them kiss. Or like, what are the things that you're getting excited? Because even if it's not um, a genre or a trope that's selling right now, maybe by the time you finish the book, it will be. And the book that's more fun to read is always the one that the author is excited to write. Yeah. So that would be my advice for anyone starting out. Write the book that yeah. you are excited to write. I like that. Yep. That makes so much sense. 
Um, what do you think is the quote unquote hardest part of writing a novel? Um, goodness, I don't know. I mean, finishing it probably, it's really easy to be like, um, oh, I'm, this is going on or this is going on or, you know, whatever, or I'm stuck or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, so, I mean, you can't fix what isn't done. Mm. So you need to just kind of push through and finish it. And when people tell us, you know, um, I really want to write, but I don't have time. Uh, we always just say, I mean, even like a hundred words a day will add up. Very like true. if it's important to you, you'll get it done yeah. and you have to make it a priority and you have to work on it. Yeah. Yeah, me personally, I have to do like little things throughout the day or week because I work full time, boyfriend, mm -hmm. fur kids, cleaning, da da da. Like, time is very limited. Yeah. But yeah, like little, and it's so easy to write just a hundred words. Yeah. So yeah, it just, adds up. Mm -hmm. I always say, just you know your life. You just have to figure out whatever minuscule or a lot of time you can give yourself and do it then. Like sometimes <clears> I literally like have to like set an alarm and I'm like okay tv off book down time to write mm -hmm. yes yeah. yeah and also if you're gonna write you have to read mm -hmm. like you just have to I feel like I read more than I write I freaking love reading that's great though that's, that's great so though great. Yeah. yeah you should be a reader first yes. yes yes and when that story is just like banging at the door for you to go tell it you will mm -hmm. you know sometimes you just need to like fill that well and get the words in your head before you can mm -hmm. sit down and write um, do you guys think that it is absolutely necessary to get an agent? It just depends on what your goals are, right? So like some people really want to see their books in Barnes and Noble, and that didn't used to be possible with self-publishing 10 years ago, but it is possible now. You mm -hmm. can self-publish, you can print through Ingram, you can have distribution in major chains, but it is a lot of work. Um, to self-publish in terms of, you know, you have to find your own editor, you have to find your own copy editor, you have to find your own um, you know, graphic designer and printer, and you have to coordinate all of that. And of course you can hire people to help you, but then that's money out of your pocket. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, some people just, they want to write and they don't want to worry about the rest of it, the marketing mm -hmm. and the publicity and stuff. And I think if you, um, are that kind of person who is like fine being in control of the book, but the rest of the process can be handled by people whose job that is, then right. traditional publishing is, right for you. Um, and, you know, as long as the major publishers such as Simon and Schuster, Penguin, Random House, Macmillan, etc., cetera, um, don't take unaged in submissions, like your, your, your choices are either to find an agent or to self-publish. Yeah. But listen, I mean, especially in romance, because romance readers are voracious. They read a ton of stuff on like Kindle and on their Nook, um, on their um, iBooks that like, there are so many resources out there to help people publish their own works. Um, I would just recommend that anyone who wants to self-publish really go through a rigorous editorial process mm -hmm. um, and make sure that you're getting enough eyes on it. But that's mm -hmm. all. Cool. Um, do you guys read outside of the romance genre or do you just stick with romance? Oh no, we read everything. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I think that's yeah. really actually not to like jump in on Christina because I could have just let her answer this, but like really when you're going to be a writer and if, especially 
you know, we're 28 books in now and, and it would not be responsible of us to exist only in romance. I think it becomes kind of an echo chamber then where everybody's just kind of like influenced by everyone else around them. If you want to grow as a writer and tell bigger stories each time, you have to read outside of your genre. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably how we got something wilder. That's right. <laughs> you guys have been yeah. reading outside of your genre. <laughs> So yes, it is time for something wilder. I said in my unpopular opinion, this is the most, the most different, I don't know, the different is this book you've ever written, right? I mean, it has, it has adventure and horses (laughs) and a treasure hunt. So in that way, yes, but I still, it's still a romance at its heart. And um, so I always, I'm always like, if you liked Romancing the Stone and you liked Indiana Jones but wish there was more kissing, this is 100% for you. When there was like the quote unquote bad stuff happening, I kept thinking it was a joke. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, this isn't what they're doing. They've never done this. This isn't yeah. right. And then it wasn't a joke. And I was like, ah. but I loved it. I loved okay, it. It was great. Literally five stars. Like I said, love in other words, and then something wilder. Like Thank I you. love me some something wild, just because it was different and new. And I love that. Um, how, and you said pretty much your three words, Christina, Lauren, what are your three words to, um, com- what's not combine to describe something wilder? Um, I would say, uh, adventurous um sweet and uh fun I mean all we want is for people to have a good time reading that book that's like the only we want them to feel like when they put the book down that they're like walking out of the theater and they're like oh my god that was so fun to the person next to them like that's the feeling we wanted people to have so yes um I love you know how I'm this is probably a spoiler but we spoil here um in romance books they always get together have to break up yeah I loved that they did not break up after getting together because I was, there was like 50 pages left. I was like, there's not enough pages for them to break up. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the nice thing with writing a book where the the main conflict is external, right. Where it's something that they're having to overcome together versus like something between them that they have to overcome. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, it was really fun making this, like, I mean, some of it is Lily does struggle with like, you know, not thinking that this is realistic for them to try and make it work but luckily leo's like "Mm -mm." see i say that that's why some people who love love in other words get this book because Mm -hmm. elliot and leo have that same thing in common where like they once they are in like that's it there's you're like you're not getting rid of me yes and there is that like sweet angstiness to their relationship the scene in the hospital where he wakes up and he can see what's going on in her head is so wonderful to me because he's like, no, 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 I'm not going to let you do this. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is it. And he did it and she did it. And I was just so happy. (laughs) Um, my mom, where are we? Okay. So, oh, there, this is a teeny weeny spoiler. Not really. Um, when Nicole, when they came out of the tunnel with Bradley and the two goons, um, and Nicole ran to Bradley, I thought she was in on it. 
Oh, <laughs> you know, we like, haven't heard that yet, but that does make sense. Like, she, I was like, running no! over to hug him. That yes, would have been a I was twist. So nervous. I was like, oh, God. No. no, she went to kick him in the dick. Yes, that was perfect. <laughs> I, and I love little Walter. Little Walter is so cute. I loved him. He was so sweet. He's a sweet little bean. Yes, I just wanted to put him in my little pocket. Um, What is your guys' latest last big adventure? Ooh. Well, we're going next week. Um, We're meeting. And so I leave tomorrow to go to the Twin Cities to spend a couple days with my sister. and And then I'm flying down with my daughter to meet Christina in Chicago. So our next adventure is banging around Chicago together, just like trying restaurants going to parks and museums yeah love that yeah yeah me and my boyfriend and a couple friends we just got back from Miami oh fun so that was our last big adventure it was Miami's great Miami's so beautiful it was never been it's a really cool town it's a lot it's always happening it was so funny because like we would get up really early to go to the beach but like the bars would close at 5 a.m and I'm like we're up at 5 a.m and I'm like how are we getting ready when everything's about to close but then open right back up yeah Miami is like Paris in that it looks in person the same way it looks on film yeah. So like, you know, a lot of cities, like they look one way in TV and movies and then you get there and you're like, this is not at all what I expected the city to look like. Miami looks exactly the way you expect it to. Yeah. Oh, I, I loved it. Oh yeah. I just love vacation. Yeah. I acted yeah. like I didn't even have a full-time job. I turned my phone off. It was great. Yeah. I need another vacation. More I've been back for that. like two weeks and I'm, I'm like, when, where are we going next? <laughs> I just love vacations. Um, okay. So we are just about done just to wrap up. I'm going to do like a BFF answer quiz. Um, so just real quick, we're going to, I'm going to say a name or say a sentence and then you guys will say who is more likely. Um, really, really quick. Who would last longer in a zombie apocalypse? Christina. Only she watches a lot of zombie stuff and she like has seen all of the strategies. Yeah, because here's why. The most the most like interesting part of the zombie apocalypse show is the way the humans react. So I feel like I have an edge on that. <laughs> um I know I watch a lot of criminal minds and I'm like, I could totally solve all murders. <laughs> <laughs> Who has more patience? Christina. Well, what <laughs> are you kidding me you have way more patience than i do <laughs> who has better jokes mm, equal okay <laughs> no it's equal who is more romantic low <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean we're pretty romantic with each other i don't know if we're romantic with other people <laughs> I they always joke that this is the most romantic non-romantic relationship we've ever been with yeah. Like, <laughs> did you guys watch Parks and Rec? No, I, I didn't. Oh, you should. Leslie Nope and Ann Perkins, BFF goals, YouTube BFF goals. You'll get it. All right. Um, <laughs> who contacts the other more during the day? Me. Okay. Two more. Who has more siblings? Christina. <laughs> How many siblings do you have? 
there were six of us. Oh, loud. Last one. Who is better at keeping secrets? Christina. I am. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Me then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good for you. I'm with you, Lauren. I I'm like bursting at the seams if someone tells me something. I'm like, I have to tell someone. I always have, have to tell Christina. Like yeah. I can usually keep it within like a bubble of Christina and me. But if somebody tells me something juicy, I can't not tell Christina. Right. So. It has to be like a third party without yeah. any. Well, we, we always tell people like there's an understanding. If like you tell me something you're telling them. Yeah. Like you, you just are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I like try to keep things to myself and I'm like, mm. yeah. all right christina hobbs lauren billings thank you so much for giving me the time to just chitty chat with you and be on my podcast i absolutely loved it i love you guys um i hope that wasn't weird but if it was that's just how it is (laughs) no it's amazing thank you okay that's just how it is i just read this (laughs) book the podcast and me as a person taylor um yeah there's nothing more i can say or do besides say thank you so Thank you. And I will see you back on tour. Hopefully no more. Amazing. Thank you so much for having us. Hi guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, you guys, we are back to our regularly scheduled programming with Latrice and Queenie by Candice Cardi Williams in three days on Thursday, June 30th. I will see you, um, hear you there.